Hey, hey, hello, hello, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Late Night with Dr. Chanel Stewart right here on Positive Power XXI and Youth First Media Network. You can meet me here every single Thursday night at 10 p.m. and to uh, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. on Unity Gospel Radio. All right? The um, episodes always go on demand by the end of the uh, week. Always check us out at First Media Network and make sure you listen in on episodes you missed out on. All right, I'm so glad you decided to join me tonight because this show will feature an interview with the independent gospel artist Shay Sam with a focus on purpose. She will join. Before we get um, to that, let's get some news and updates out of the way. Um, two things I don't want to forget to let you know about. Please don't forget. And we still have a few slots open for the gospel artist um, on inter- an interview for the My Journey Apology, which airs on WACC uh, Atlanta TV 57 and uh, Comcast 25. Just visit uh, Apology at ApologyVoice.com and click on Atlanta Television Taping Link and make sure you complete that form. April 13th will be in Atlanta for a live taping for the Polygy Show featuring live performances by some of your favorite independent artists. Please check that out and submit your registration fees and um, you can be a part of that. All right, I know there's limited uh, spots available, so make sure that you go ahead and check that out today and go ahead and put your registration fees in. All right, we have a new album alert. All right, that's now available on all digital media outlets. It's the highly anticipated debut album, Close to You, from the Anointed Songbird, Miss Faithful Joseph. That is available April 2nd. Please go get that. It's Promise Blessing. All right? It's a promise blessing. For more news and updates, be sure to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we'll get those out to you. All right, before we move forward, we're going to take a praise break, and we're going to kick off the show with a single from Trent Gaddison called Casing. If you have not done so yet, go and like and share and support his ministry. Check out his website. Uh, uh, once you follow him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, you'll get all that information. I promise you'll be blessed. So get comfortable and listen to this empowering word just chasing after God. We, I hope you enjoy this. I'll be right back after this.
See, our culture teaches us who we are, what we should look like, what we should sound like, how we should dress, how we present ourselves to others, so forth and so on. And our experiences teach us acceptance and rejection. All right? So you see, the thing about faith is it's unseen. It's a belief that that has to be walked out in order to see the manifestation. Why is it impossible to please God without faith? Because it takes faith to push you to destiny and purpose. We know that's not easy. We can't just take God at his word all the time, especially when we haven't built a relationship with him. We haven't learned him. We haven't spent time in his word. Going back to my favorite scripture, Hebrews 11 and 1, we find that faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. That is my favorite scripture because it is a reminder of what faith is, that the thing, the very thing that I need to get to my father, to please my father. And this scripture, um, it takes us on a journey of others that um, has uh, been called and, and then they answered. One of the things that we have to understand is our destiny and our purpose is tied to our relationship with God. If you don't pick up your word, You'll never understand who you were created to be. You'll never understand your purpose. And it'll always be hard to walk out faith knowing that God, what God says it is. You will complicate um, and possibly abort the very ministry that you were birthed for. The blueprint is in the word. That's your purpose. Your destiny is tied to your relationship with the Father. And it is there where faith is increased. Your faith will be increased. We're about to um, uh, bring our guest for the day in because I know y'all tired of hearing me talk, but we're going to bring the lovely Miss Shay Sands in. Um, and I want you guys to um, really listen to her testimony and what she has to say about purpose because I think this is very important, especially um, being in the music industry this is another level of faith, another another level of demonic influence and all these types of wars and stuff that you would have to go through. And I want her to kind of get into that um, with you guys. So um, it, it, it's, really, it's, it's really about relationship, guys. Um, Shay Sams, are you on with us? I am. How are you? Good, good, girl. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I was listening to you preach beforehand, and I was just like, wow. <laughs> I was just like, wow. My head was just going all over the place and just thought, wow, wow, wow. I hear you outside of the lines, but um, definitely hear that walking out on faith is a passion. So I'm happy to be on with you and uh, talking yeah. to the listeners. Amen. Amen. We're glad to have you on. One of my um, – favorite things to say and things I live by, especially on this show, Late Night with Dr. T, I believe that everybody has their own introduction because I can't introduce you. I can't tell your story like you can. All right. So that is my saying. And so I'm going to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself to those who may know you, but then some that don't know you. Please let us know who Shea Sands is. Sure thing, sure thing. Well, like you said, my name is Shay Samuels, and everyone calls me Shay Sams. 
so people always ask, like, what, what do we need to call you? Shea Sam, you know, Shea Sam's, whatever you feel fit <laughs> is appropriate. Um, but I am, I am definitely um, a woman of God and, and someone who really uh, challenges myself to be better first before trying to create um, better in anybody else. Um, I'm a woman who really, like you said, I love that you use the word practical, um, but I teach practical principles because I feel like we've gotten so heavenly bound that we're no earthly good. So my goal is to really check uh, check my heart against God's heart at all times. And whatever I'm teaching, um, I've been through. So I'm a woman who goes through the experience first and then loves to teach – what I've been through. And um, not only do I do that, you know, what we talked about practically, we talked about practical principles, but by walking it out, faith without work is dead. So I can't talk to you about it and not do it. So I host women conferences every year. God is in everything. Women's conference was established about five years ago. We just celebrated five years in January. And that conference is all about getting women to walk out their purpose. And, um, the exciting part about that is that we don't really realize we all have purpose, right? But we don't understand that there are so many things that hold us back from it. We know it, but we don't know how to pull that purpose out. So we get beat up even before we get a chance to walk to the purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's, that's exactly what I, yeah, and that's exactly what I like to teach. So women conferences, and of course, you know, as an artist, um, I create music, I write music, and um, I like to sing the music. And the difference is, like, I, you know, people see me all over the place, but I'm really about the ministry. And so it's hard for me to do different things when ministry is not involved. And that means somebody somebody has to be giving themselves up. Somebody has to be dying to themselves by the time I'm done. And, um, oh, yeah. and so that's what the music ministry part of it is about. Of course, radio personality, positivepower21.org. Shout out yeah. to Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Jerry Woods, Positive 21 family, and Beyond the Radio, my Beyond the Fence family on Saturday nights on the C-Joy Network. So um, I could go on and on about who Shay Sam is. A very simple person, very, very simple person, hard worker. I would not tell you um, for a second that what we do is easy. I'm a grinder. I'm not going to be afraid to say that. I am a grinder for the right reason, but I'm a grinder. Yeah. You have to be. You have mm-hmm. to be. That's that's faith without works is dead. Here we go. Yeah, you know, yes, yes. We have to be on it. We have to be working. Um, God has given us the the purpose. He's given us the vision, but we got to walk the steps out. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's that's very very important. So we're gonna get started. Um, and just kind of talk a little bit about um where your passion for music comes from. So if you want to get into that and kind of then. Um, maneuver into the, the area of purpose. No problem. So um, I, just like most people, my family, my father's family, um, I get the music side of that from my my father's side. My grandmother was a pastor. My dad is a, he was an artist for a really long time. Musical family. Um, we play drums. I also play drums, but drums and guitar okay. and bass and, and my, my, my upbringing was really quartet. So most of my family okay. traveled when I was younger. I was that five-year-old on the RV while they were going from event to event, service to service, and TV shows. And uh, so that's where the background came from. And um, I actually strayed away from it for a long time, and I started doing old-school R&B. So I was doing that and loved it. 
loved it, which is where I ended up getting my whole Shaka Khan um, look from. But I was I was out there joining Vogue, Shaka Khan, and all that old school R&B um, from convention center to convention center. And so the background comes from when I was younger, um, but the purpose, since we're going in that, I'll save that part for it, but when I found purpose, that was a whole different story. So it started when I was wow. younger. Wow. Well, you know what? Let's go right into that because um, it's interesting to hear, especially going into, because we have so many stereotypes about secular music and, and different things mm-hmm. like that. Um, mm-hmm. How could you sing secular and then you know you have a purpose? And where, where did you figure out about purpose and that you actually had purpose, especially as it pertains to your musical journey? Yeah, I actually did not know. Um, I always knew I had purpose. Like, I was that little girl growing up knowing that things were just different. I just watched the B movie on Friday. And for those of you who haven't seen the B movie, um, they were talking about how when they graduated, they were about to go into their purpose. And it could be like 2,000 years while they, you know, that they would be doing this job. And there was just this one bee who knew that things needed to be different, wanted to experience something different. So I've always been that person. I've always helped to establish businesses. I've always owned my own business. I never really wanted to work for anybody, although I did. I I started that after my two children. Um, But I've always known about the purpose. I always knew that I was built to do something. Um, But what I didn't know is that your purpose is supposed to make room. The gift is supposed to make room for you. So although I was doing a lot of things that I thought was purpose-driven, they weren't really opening up the right doors or they weren't making room. So when I learned that the gift was supposed to make room, that's when I realized how my purpose was supposed to be used. So there's a difference, really. There's a difference in we always know that we have a purpose, but then what's the purpose supposed to – what's the purpose of the purpose? Amen. (laughs) So. So when I realized what the purpose of the purpose was, I I joined a church here um, in Atlanta, Georgia, and I tried to stay away from the praise and worship team because I'm like, if I can't sing old school music, I'm not singing anything. And that's just me. I'm real about it. And I was like, I'm not singing old school. I will not be singing on a choir. And um, I didn't know that choirs at that time, they were actually changed to praise and worship team. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it went from quiet or praise and worship. But what I did was I ended up joining um, the teachers in the children's church. And so I was mm-hmm. adamant I'm not singing for a choir. And um, one year for Christmas, I was asked to do the children's um, sing-along or whatever, teach them how to do their songs. And while I was doing that, the praise and worship director, he was actually the one who heard me singing. He's like, why don't you win praise and worship? And um, I was like, well, I don't really want to be, and I just kind of gave him some story, but I ended up on praise and worship. And Dr. (laughs) Chanel, when I tell you I had the hardest time on praise and worship, I knew secularly that I was good. I knew in the natural I was good. I knew how to hold a note. I knew my parts. I knew the song. I knew how to rock it. But when I got up on that platform, my purpose became different. The expectation was different. There was such yeah. a um, there was such an accountability that went with the purpose. There's so much that goes with our purpose. We can't just have it. There's so many things attached to it. So for me, it was oh, accountability. Yeah. So I was failing in something that I was always successful in while on the platform. Mm. 
it was so crazy. It was so crazy. So I would go home every day after we had rehearsal crying because I was like, why can I not hold this note? Why am I not getting this yeah. song? Why am I not learning this song? And the word accountability kept coming up. But guess what I did? I would go home, throw my Shaka Khan on, start singing Ain't Nobody, and would be like, I still got it. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what they are talking about, but I still got it. And that's yeah. when it hit me. I said, there is such an accountability that comes with this gift. And I realized I was being trained up. I was being taught. And everything that the enemy was setting for defeat, God was getting the victory because had I not been sensitive to it, probably would have still been out there in the world singing. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I wouldn't be walking into my purpose. So I identified it right at that church on the platform. Wow. Wow. And that's, that's a tough spot for a lot of people because there's a, it takes your mindset uh, to change, to shift from what you're so comfortable with, what you're used to. And sometimes, with, or I say a lot of times, and I know you can uh, attest to this, when you are walking in purpose and when you finally start getting into that thing that God has uh, got you in, you know, or you finally start taking the steps, it always seems very hard. It seems like yes. you are pushing up against a solid brick wall and it's not budging. And you're like, God, what in the world? You tell me that this is what I'm supposed to do. You you put me in this uh, on this praise team, and you know I didn't want to go on this praise team. These steps mean yes. something, so I don't mm. understand why it feels like a brick wall. It's, <laughs> it's very common. I I can tell you my my own it's experience. Um, my my own experience is the same thing. I'm like I, uh, some things become really easy to me. But some things, I'm like, if that's where you said I'm supposed to go, mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. are the, yeah. the the right people, the, the resources and all that not coming? And it took a while. It took a while yeah. because God had, I had to understand the purpose before someone else could come in and connect with yes. me and yes, yes. share their vision and things like that. That's very important. It's very yeah. important. I have to understand first. We have to understand first before we, God can move us, take us to the next step. So yeah, a lot. And what of I learned in that. Okay, go ahead. No, I was just saying there was a lot of questions in that process. Yeah, what I what I learned is that I was actually being humbled. Um, not that I was a very big headed person in the past. But I had to be stripped of who I knew I was, and God was creating something new. God was definitely creating something new in me, and I had to be stripped from what I was familiar with. And I think that's the hardship. The hardship is we go back to what we're comfortable to. So what did I do when I wasn't getting what I wanted on the platform? I went home and turned on what I was familiar to and thought, huh, I'm still good. I'm still good. And here God definitely wanted to change, change the sound humbled my spirit, changed my attitude. I mean, it got mm-hmm. to a point just like Joseph where it was like people just saw me as different. People started yeah. just kind of like, you know, and my mom, she would say, well, what happened to your voice? Like it was it was like visible to people that this change was real. It was visible. My mom's like, well, where's this strong voice that you, you know? So everything about me changed. But I learned, even being on the platform, I learned that, there were certain accountabilities, even with my band, where I couldn't just pick anybody who wasn't even sensitive to the spirit. 
Like it was yeah. an accountability in that. Like I knew how to um, honor the platform where, cause I used to think about it. Like, why can't people keep band members, you know? And then I realized the anointed can't because it's not just about getting yeah. up there and playing the keyboard or playing the drum or, you know, when you are in a spirit filled environment, you have to have people who know how to flow in the spirit and so here yeah. I was doing, like, natural things, and then God was just taking those things away one by one, one by one. So I learned a lot in it, and that's how I became who you all see today. Wow. Humility is a, it's, it's that, that stretching that they were talking about, that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that hurts. Mm-hmm. It's painful mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. We need that to really go forth and what God has called us to be. I, I, yeah. I know that, and um, I've seen it and witnessed it, and especially artists, um, because you have a lot of artists um, that have great voices but stay in the same place. Mm, um, yes. Their music stays in the same place because there is a, a, um, a mindset that this is what it's supposed to sound like, this is how it's supposed to move, this is how it's supposed to do it, this is how it's supposed mm-hmm. to speak. And when mm-hmm. you have that, you leave God no room to maneuver through your life and the Holy Spirit to really execute the things that he has called you to do. And I I see that happening so much, but if we don't catch a hold of that, purpose will never be revealed because we won't be able to handle it. Right. Won't be able to handle it. Yeah. That's good. Where would you say um, where you are right now, um, that child, uh, that that young adult that you were back then, singing and um, doing the old school uh, gospel. What what are your words of encouragement and wisdom to? Because before you answer this question, let me just uh, throw this little excerpt in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> we as youth and young adults, we think we know everything. Um, we think we know the direction, we, we're having fun, we're doing the things that we want to do, the things that make us feel good. But um, it's not always necessarily the direction that God has us to go. However, God can use those roads to lead us right to the path that he wants us to be on. Um, how would you encourage um, the younger you um, to focus more on the purpose? Um, because where when we're young, we're not worried about it so much. We're not thinking yeah. about it. What would you say to that younger you and to the um, youth or young adults that are listening now um, about their purpose, how important it is, and how do they discover it? I think, you know, um, we think that avoiding the the obstacles is the answer, but I can't say that because I believe going through the obstacles, the challenges, and some of the distractions caused me to be where I am today. So, you know, I would say don't be so hard on yourself. You're going to go through things. You're going to go through life changes. We always talk about Jesus dying on the cross for our sins. We always talk about he knew the hair on our head before we were born. He knew us in our mother's womb. So there are things that God already knew we were going to do. There there are mistakes that you're going to make that you might be so hard on yourself about, but know that those mistakes are already forgiven. They were already known about. Just like me being an adult, I have two children now, and I can say, they are my younger selves. Let them go through the process. 
So go through the process. In every part of that process, I remind everybody about Hansel and Gretel. If you have not read the story of Hansel and Gretel, I'm grown, and God took me back to Hansel and Gretel, those breadcrumbs, those God nuggets that's left behind for you to take a look at when you finally arrive to the purpose. God will remind you, remember this, remember this, remember this, and remember this. With the enemy says yeah. to defeat, God will get the victory. So remember that whenever you're going through a distraction, whenever you're going through something that's going to put you in a position where you are not capable or able to uh, press your way through, know that God already ordered the footsteps. And so what the enemy says to defeat, God's going to get the victory. Um, for your purpose, your purpose is there. Think about a baby who is about to be delivered. Every single time it goes through a process, it goes through trimesters, <laughs> Identify your trimester. <laughs> Sometimes what we try to do is we try to deliver a purpose too soon and you end up with something premature. God is so gracious that he'll bring it back. But think about the trimesters. Study trimesters. When you study the first and second and third trimester, you'll know exactly where you are and where you are within your purpose based off of those trimesters. And when the birthing process starts, you'll know when it's time to push. Wow. Wow. So this this is this is very important. I I don't want the listeners to miss what is being said here. Uh, I'm going to take a break really quick because I really want to stay on in that in that thing right there where you're at. Um, we're going to go into a music break and this middle of it by Reese, and then we're going to get into a little bit more of your music. Um, which we'll play at the end of the show, but I definitely want you to um, go into um, explaining about the music, where it comes from, because I think it's very relevant for the topic that we're we're discussing today. Yes. All right, so we'll be right back after this. This is Middle of It by Ree. You guys stay tuned for more with Shay Sam.
Well, um, yeah, thanks for asking because people always ask me about writing the music, and the music is just kind of like downloaded. I, I could be doing dishes or I could be doing something that um, I never get a chance to write it. <laughs> so I hear, yeah. the, I hear the music and I get a chance to like record it on the phone, but it's almost like it's always been there. So it's like I don't have to write it yeah. to a track. Um, David, my partner, he really gets on me. He's like, you need to start listening to tracks first. I'm like, I can't do that because when the music comes, I already have the beat that goes with it. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> it. so um, Seasons was actually one of the songs that um, Marcus Boyd, shout out to him, he does send me tracks and he goes, sis, I got this track. I wrote it for, you know, I put it together with you in mind and you have to do something to it. And so when I heard Seasons, uh, when I heard um the track, I originally just thought seasons, like literally the, the word seasons came to me. And so I wanted to do something a little different. I didn't want to do Ecclesiastes 3. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to try yeah. to find something else. Well, um, when I started looking into the scriptures for different scriptures on seasons, I just, it was almost like, like God bullied me into the song. And it was like, to everything, there is a season. Do every purpose as a plan and just kept going. A time to be born and a time to die. And it was so funny because I'm like, okay, it's going to be Ecclesiastes 3. But what was happening there is with my music, I want to get people back into understanding biblically what God is saying lyrically. When you learn, you know, ABCs in school, we learn ABC, 1, 2, 3, we A, B, C, D, E, F, G. We learn it that way. Everything that we yeah. learned is Spanish. It's like uno, dos, tres. Kirk Franklin used to do it when people were like, you know, I didn't even realize I was singing scripture. People didn't mm-hmm. realize they were singing scripture, you know. And so that's what I wanted people to get back to when I started um, with, um, recording seasons is this, just get back to the simple scripture. Yeah, we all go through our struggles. We go through our problems. That's what I love about Reed's music. Oh, my God, in the middle of it. She is like taking you on a journey of you being in the middle yeah. of it. And that's what seasons is. It's it's reminding you that to everything there is a season, to everything there's a purpose, to everything there's a plan. And so um, then you just have to remind yourself because we go through those seasons, there's nobody like the Lord. And so that's what seasons um, seasons did. And then in the in the hook of that song, I wanted to start touching children. I mean, because children are my passion. We're losing kids to music, and sometimes our music. It talks to things that kids haven't even been through yet. So how can they relate to our music if we're talking about something that they haven't experienced? They haven't experienced bills not being paid. Some of them haven't experienced health issues. Some of them haven't been attacked by the enemy yet. And so I wanted to create music that would be relevant to them today. And so that's what Seasons did for me. So anytime I minister that song, if there's kids in the audience, I actually give them the mic and I let them sing, he's got the whole world in his hands. And they just sing it. What kid doesn't know it? And so it gives them an opportunity mm-hmm. right then to, for me to plant that seed of um, purpose. And that's what I'm doing when I do that. Um, just for me, I was asleep at 3 a.m. And I don't know what I watched the night before, but I just had a dream, a visual of Jesus walking the path of unrighteousness. And the song just came to me in my sleep. I woke up, I got my, my phone, and I started to do the voice record. And um, 
Yeah, and I just started, I woke up the next morning and I thought, hey, I just created a whole song in my sleep. <laughs> That's how I, 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 I noticed, um, just to pause for a second, um, I noticed that in writers, you know, song, mm-hmm. true songwriters and how God can give it to them. Um, Rhea is a, a, a perfect example of that because she'll hear it and, and she'll just, wake up and out of the sleep and, and record the song. Middle of it was recorded that way. Um, so I do see that, you know, there are songs that are, are made for for seasons and mm-hmm. there's so mm-hmm. we have to um, pay attention to that. Sometimes we'll wake yeah. up and we'll be too late to do what, write it down what God has said and what he spoke in the dream that we had and stuff and we can miss you know, it's called Kairos. It's Kairos. We miss those Kairos moments when we're trying to make more of it than what it is. It's a very simple song. Just for me, it's a very simple song. And in that song, what I wanted for people to do was again, not focus on their problems, but focus on what God did just for you. And so that song was written in 2000 and I want to say 16, 2016 and it was really the demo like I was actually recording the song and then the Joy FM here in Atlanta Georgia um, ended up calling me to play that song on it they heard it on SoundCloud and they ended up calling me for it and I'm like it's not finished it's really just a demo and they were like we want it just the way it is (laughs) we want it just the way it is and so yeah and so Again, I wanted to hold on to it, try to revamp it, put all the musical instruments I wanted to go with it. Um, and then, you know, we just thought it's been out so long, let's just go ahead and release it. And it's been blessing many people. Um, and, and when you sing the song, that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted you to be able to sing the song when you sing it, that he's done it just for you. So when you're saying just for me, you're just saying it just for me. So you, you're making it personal. And then the vamp of that song is really just to make it God aware. How can I repay the pain you suffered long? Born to die, and yet you knew it all along. Walked along the path of unrighteousness so all could see what you did just for me. And um, wow. and it was heartfelt. I mean, I had to rock. When I was singing it, I was like, I couldn't even make it through it when I was recording it. Um, but yeah. just to be reminded that he did that just for you. Wow. That's powerful. That's it's powerful when you get to know that God does care and He loves just for you. I mean, He mm-hmm. He the way He does it's so specific, you know. But He's God. He can, He's the only one that can do that. That can love mm-hmm. and and have so much attention on just us and the world at the same time. <laughs> so I, I love just the, even the title just for me because. Mm-hmm. This is somebody that I want to sit down with and, and get to know because he knows so much about me. Oh, that that's he so good, yeah. create my world, my steps, and the, my destiny and everything before I'm even born yes. because he's connected to me. And yes. if yes. we look at it like that, we, we, we come to the realization that um, without having a relationship with him, we can never know who we truly are and what we're called to be. Yes, yes. So I I I just love it. I love it. I'm I'm very personable with God. Um I didn't grow up in church. So mm-hmm. I I met God where I was at. Um 
a lot of people would tell me about him, but I, I wasn't trying to hear, wasn't trying to, you know. And it's not like I disliked Sky or it's just <laughs> right. I didn't know. I wasn't taught that. And um, so to look back over my life now and um, see all the things, all the blessings that that um, I've encountered and some of the things that the doors that he's opened up, the connections that he's made, I'm like, God, you're all in this. Mm-hmm. And yes. I think back to when I'm 11 and, and 12 years old and not having a clue about who he was and yes. seeing him in my process, recognizing that he had been there all along. It's like that, you know how the movies have those flashbacks and you're like, hold on, mm-hmm. he was there the yeah. whole time? That's, know, the like never... That's the nugget. That's the nugget, that and Gretel nugget. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's never left. He he knows our process and he's been there. He um uh Tashay Sayas has a song called Um He You Never Left Me. And that's mm-hmm. a powerful song because it it rem, is a reminder that even though we can't we may not know, we don't have the relationship and stuff like God still sees fit to be a part of our life mm-hmm. and still moving like chess pieces in our life to make things go exactly yes. how it go, regardless yes. of where we're at because we have a purpose. I yes. think that's so powerful and, and important to remember. So, okay, we're going to go back a little bit because I want to touch a little bit on, um, I had a question and I saved it and you know how I'm, I'm bad with remembering exactly what I was <laughs> <laughs> We um, got this. We got it. <laughs> yeah, we, we got it. We got it. You, look, I'm, I'm usually up all night and, and <laughs> go throughout the day like I had so much sleep and I don't know how I do it. <laughs> I know, I know that's right. I said, that's where that memory is coming from. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that a lot. I get it a lot. Uh, and you are busy. You are busy. Tell us a little bit about um, you. We had David Bittnorn last week. Um, he'll, mm-hmm. His show will air tonight at 7 o'clock on unitygospelradio.com. You got to check that out. That interview was so powerful. I talked about um, him going back to the impact of the prison ministry. Um, so that was a great, great opportunity for us to interview him. But you and David are connected. You talked a little bit about him earlier. You're connected with um, um, Beyond the Fence Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about um, how that connection came about and, and, and what you guys got going on. Talk about timing and season. Talk about, talk about seasons. Um, <laughs> David and I, we crossed paths, um, we crossed paths like in 2017, and um, he'd actually reached out to me about something else, and we ended up just becoming the best of friends, and although mm-hmm. our worship styles are different, it's still worship nonetheless, and I had already oh, been yeah. on a mission to allow pastors and preachers and teachers, all these people who were really against rap in the church, I wanted them mm-hmm. to see how good it could be. Um, and really an opportunity, how big of an opportunity it was to get those people. I mean, people were talking about how do we get kids in the church? How do we get kids here? How do we get kids that? And it's like, you're not speaking their language. You know, I'm coming yeah. up on the side of the mountain with, you know, our growing up. 
but now you have competition. We didn't have much musical competition back then. So now you have this rap competition that is keeping the kids bound and keeping the kids hyped up. And then you also have it, and it can come to the church. And so a year before I met him, I was actually, I was actually trying, I was on a quest for people to see how this music can really touch the lives of kids. I just didn't have the right group of people to do it with. And so I did my first concert in 2016, and I bought in um, the Royalty Boys. Shout out to them. I bought in the Royalty Boys, and they were the openers for it. There was a pastor there who was against the rap in the church. And when I tell you, they have this as their profile picture, but when I tell you that pastor, when they were rapping, in the middle of their rap, jumped from his seat to the middle of the, the uh, platform and started jumping up and down with these guys on the platform. Uh-huh. You can literally see the chains like come off of him. It was so crazy. So um, when I met David, I realized there was a great opportunity there to bring the two levels of worship together and introduce it um, as worship. And I knew that people trust praise and worship um, leaders more than they would the <laughs> more than they oh, were okay. the rappers who were coming in. And so I'm like, you know, the places that I, that you can't get in, they trust me. So I wanted to bring that on board. And um, when we saw how received, how well received it was, we just knew we had to partner. Uh, we were being called for a number of things together anyway. So we just knew we had to partner, and that's what we did. When we partnered, it seemed like every door that we both wanted to open up. We didn't even know, to be honest with you, just like, we're just doing what God's calling us to do. We're just having fun with doing it. And, um, you know, now he's a radio personality. He's working on a few things behind the scenes, new music, new, I mean, things are just changing with him. And then with me, I wasn't really excited about pushing music, but then he kind of pulled that out of me. So talk about walking out purpose. He started pushing. So that's why you start seeing seasons coming out. I need you coming out just for me coming out. So we just pushed one another to, um, to our limit and beyond what we actually thought we could do. So that's how that happened. Wow. See, talk about divine connection. There's some (laughs) people that, especially relationships, because the styles are so different, you never know how God can really um, connect those two things and make that work. And and something mm-hmm. you said is so powerful. It took that connection for other doors that were purposed for mm-hmm. you um, yes. to begin to open up. That is correct. That, that is so right. That's powerful. Yes, that is so right. That, that our ministry is not our own. Our Come ministry on. is not our own. It's not uh, beyond the fence. It's not David's. It's not Shay's. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's God's. And he's mm-hmm. chosen two people to grow it. Why? Because yes. these two people, he's going to utilize their gifts and talents to be able to impact others and bring glory to his name. And that's what it's all about. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about. Yes. Our purpose in everything yes. we do. And and one of the biggest things we say at You First Management um, is God first. It's God yes. first industry second it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what industry that we're working in we work in multiple industries yeah god yeah. has to be first because guess what he's the one that designed the blueprint he he did the the the, the work plan the he brought the people in all of that and it's not yeah. about what we want it's about what god has deposited into his people 
and we're just helping push that vision forward. And we stand yes, yes. on that so strongly because we believe that in it is their success that makes us successful. And that success can only come from doing the will of the Father. Amen. And, and on Beyond the Fence, we actually say ministry over industry. And so yes. we, anyone that we bring in, we definitely want people to know that we are ministry over industry. So there's a lot of opportunities yes. that we do give up. Even though we can, it's, it's either, it's, it's both, it's ministry over industry and it's quality over quantity. So we yes. will be willing to give up a number of events because we don't feel, not that it's not good, it's just not where God has us. Um, so we, yes. we're not afraid to give up any events. We're not afraid to just be like, you know, where one door closes, multiple doors are open. Um, but we definitely look for quality over quantity. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, 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 um. I love that you came on and talked with us. I know my listeners are just ecstatic, and I, I praise to God that you will have the blessings, even more blessings, just Amen. from being here um, tonight. So um, I want you to have an opportunity to talk about where um, we can find your music and where we can follow you um, so that our listeners can uh, keep up with you, find out where you're going to be at so we can come out and support Yes, well, first you can you can visit any of the two websites, www.shaysamuels.org, and then there's the Beyond the Fence uh, website, www.beyondbeyondafence.com. All of the music is on all major um, network, digital networks, Spotify, Rhapsody, Title, um, Apple Music, iTunes, YouTube, so you can find the music anywhere. And um, if you're in the Atlanta area, I always keep CDs on me. If you want to reach out to me and get the CD, you can message me or just go through my um, contact page. On Mondays, what you heard today, I do a Monday motivational video every week, and it's all about practical principles, taking what you do in the world and how you apply it to make yourself a better you, to create a better you, to create a better environment. this month, uh, Dr. Chanel, I didn't say this, but this month I'm actually doing a campaign on celebrating your sisters. I do it anyway, but I actually made it a full campaign, hashtag pull up. Um, and so I'm working on that right now where I want us to be able to celebrate one another, push one another, agree with one another to build um, on our purpose. Like you said, you know, one man plants seed, another man waters, and God is the nourisher, so we can do that for one another. Um, yes. But that's all of where you can find me YouTube, Shay Samuels, and Instagram Officially Shay Samuels Amen Amen Well, we thank you for coming on again I just want to Tell you how blessed I've been just by having you And oh, I definitely look forward you. to Connecting to you in the future I told David last week <laughs> We're definitely going to do some things together So I'm looking yes, forward yes, To that uh, such amazing um, woman of God, and I commend you for just walking out what God has for you. So thank you, thank bless you, bless thank you, thank you so much for All having right. me, and we love you, we love you. No problem. Thank you so much. Now that is our show for the week, folks. Continue to tune in to Positive Power Double X I on on uh, Thursdays at ten o'clock to eleven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Be Dr. Chanel Stewart for inspiring words, empowering indie music, and powerful interviews. I'll catch you again next week. Be blessed.